Steve welcomes Dawn back to the studio. Are we allowed to say where she's been? Well, you'll find out in a moment. Up next is the Devo. And if you want to get your hands on it, just text D-E-V-O to 800-555-7898. So you're back in the country, huh? Yes. Welcome I'm back. so thankful. <laughs> Hello, me, 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 me. Test, test, test. Yes, it is me. It doesn't sound like me, though. The voice like does me, sound though. a little bit different, though. It does. It's so strange. A little, uh, little raspy this morning. I don't know what all that is. Is it jet lag? Uh, does jet lag go to your chest? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so many things. So many things. How do you, like, get all the words out? I'll just start with I'm thankful to be back. I loved the trip. There was so much, even a group text amongst the hosts that were on this trip last night said, still processing. Like, there was so much as we traveled to Mumbai, India. Uh, okay, there it was. Yes. I was waiting for that one. Yes, Mumbai is where I've been in a quick minute. So we left on Monday and we came back on Saturday. Like, I was telling friends. You friend, spent more time in the air than you did on the ground for in India. Real, for real, dude. That is not a quick trip. That is not. And, and going over is a little shorter than coming back. Okay. Coming back, there's an additional five and a half hours. You're flying into the wind or something? Yes, yeah. sir. You are flying into the wind. And each flight, let's see, one flight had an additional three hours coming home. The other, like, two, two and a half. So, yes, it's been quite the adventure. That's probably why all of this. Um, but, yes, what a what a wonderful, overwhelming, like, emotional spiritual, physical, all the things. Oh, I was starting to tell you, I told a friend, hey, I'm just going to quick run to India and I'll be back. And he said, well, how long will you be gone? I said, well, he thought Saturday to Saturday. I said, no, 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 no. Monday to Saturday. And he just looked at me like I was (laughs) crazy. Like a little crazy. And we all felt that going in. How in the world will this even work? All I said was, listen, we've got a prayer team behind us. I know each of us have certain prayer folks um, engaged. And I kept my prayer team updated as best I could. Yes, you did. Did I do okay? You did. Okay. Pictures, videos, lots of words. It was good. I didn't want to be overwhelmed overwhelming to everybody, but I just kind of wanted you to know what was going on because I knew who was on the prayer team would lift us up. And that there would be others as well, because our Moody Radio family. Uh, and that's how I know we were sustained and kept saying, you know what, though? Here's the w- wildest part. It is as, as busy and many people that are in that city. I felt safer. And let me tell you, I the, the driving, the creative driving. It's insane, isn't it? I can't even begin to tell yeah. you. But I I felt safer there than I did when I visited New York City a, oh, sure. a year ago. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't? No. Okay. No. I was like, how can that even be? But I did. I felt very fine, you know, and we were in lots of dark places. Potentially now, scary places. Now, I will say there was great spiritual darkness. And yet, because the light of Christ and because the Holy Spirit is in me, I I was like, okay, Lord, just take your light right on through. Sure. And yep. he did. So, yeah, there's much, much to tell. All right. Well, we're going to hear more of the story throughout the morning and, of course, in the days ahead. So, welcome back. Thank it is you. so good to have you back in Thank the you. studio with us this morning. You can welcome Don back and let us know how your weekend was. 800 555 7898. That's 800 Also, Text the word Devo to that number, and we'll send you this morning's devotional, and we're going to head 
to the book of Exodus as we get going here. Exodus 19, verses 10 and 11 say, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes, and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. You know, meeting with God requires preparation. God is awesome and perfectly holy. And barging into his presence unprepared is an affront. When the children of Israel were to meet with God, God commanded them first to take two full days to prepare. Then once the people were ready, God spoke to them with thunder and with lightning and with fire and smoke and the sound of loud trumpets. It was through this encounter that God revealed such marvelous truths as the Ten Commandments, establishing the standard by which God expected his people to live. You know, you can't spend day after day in the world without it affecting your mind and your will and your heart. It doesn't take long to become disoriented to the ways of God. The world has a dulling effect on your spiritual sensibilities. And God established the Sabbath so his people could take an entire day and refocus on him and his will after spending six days in the world. So how do you prepare for your times of worship? What fills your mind the night before? Often the last thing you put into your mind at night is still on your mind the next morning. But genuine worship, that requires spiritual preparation. Your experiences of worship reflect your spiritual preparation. So prepare yourself now for your next encounter with God. If you want a copy of this morning's devotional, love to get that to you. Simply text the word Devo, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898. That's Devo to 800-555-7898. Where you'll find it linked on our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning. And the sparkle is back. I'm here. In the studio this morning. It is good to have you back in the saddle. And I've got me, that me. Uh, song and running through my head right now. Which one? Back, back in the saddle again. <laughs> it may have been ACDC. I don't know. But you are back in the saddle this morning. Yes, and sir. back from Mumbai, India. Mumbai. Quick trip over there. Just now, quick trip. Yeah, I, it, seriously. You left a week ago today, and we're back on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot of hours in the air, a lot mm-hmm. of time going back and forth there. But if you were to uh, kind of describe what you did why you were there the highlight of the thing i mean how was it yeah i mean you said overwhelming all the things but what are all the things all the things so we went as guests of india partners to see what they do there on the ground and and they work with many organizations that's hence india partners we went to see one of them in particular what they do with women that are trafficked and to protect children, how they help uh, and are there to introduce people to a different way of life and to know that they are created by God, have value, God wants a relationship with them. All of the things that we kind of take for granted. Yeah. That, And I think that was the striking contrast. We think of things in different ways. When you think about rescuing somebody out of the red light district, I don't know about you, Steve, but in the past, I've just thought, oh, you can go in and just rescue them. Like, you know, if you have to fireman care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just there you go. That is not rescuing out of the sex trafficking dis, uh, sex trafficking industry. It takes relationships. It takes uh, time. 
It takes availability. It takes something to replace that income. It takes skill levels that these women have never had. So to see this in action, to see people value someone who could be participating in that industry in just a few hours from encountering them that afternoon and teaching them something is a love and a depth of relationship that I've never experienced before. Hmm. Talk about presence. You know, we talk a lot about showing up for one another, being there when we're hurting, grieving together, celebrating together. Put that in this context of someone who lives a life where they are trafficked. And it goes to a level of relationship that I've just never, ever experienced. Wow. I, to me, it was an absolute privilege to hug some of these women and to see the children that they love so very much and giving over to care Yeah, by someone who said, okay, we will stand in the gap for you right? while you, and continue to pray that the Lord will draw them out. So I came away thinking, Father, draw these women, because only it's a spiritual battle. Only the Lord can change a heart and a mind and let a woman understand that she does have value, that he has purpose for her life, and it is not what she's doing right now. Yeah. That is my biggest takeaway. And they're real people. I mean, they're real people that have feelings and, and just this abject resignation that says, no, this is what I deserve. What? Uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. You can see the fire come out in you for just a second yeah. right there. And that, that expression, <laughs> like, absolutely not what they deserve. Nope. And I love the fact that, uh, you know, you got the opportunity to go to see and then to come back and to share. And down the road, we're going to have the opportunity to stand the gap as well. So yes. looking forward to uh, all of us saying, hey, we're going to do something. Yep. To make a difference, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's going to come before too long. So I hope that you will already be thinking about, you know, what Don just said, and say yes. When the time comes, I'm going to be ready to stand in the gap and to help these women and these kids who find themselves in uh, very dark, dark places. And you know, there is just a darkness, the spiritual darkness, when you're in India, isn't there? As you drive around and you see all the idol worship and all the the little temples and just ways in which people are trying to appease the gods Uh and (laughs) your, your eyes got real big. Uh Yeah. How did that strike you? Everywhere. What struck me was that they live out idol worship better than we live out Christ worship. Mm. That's what struck me. And I don't say that as like a condemnation unless it needs to be not, like not uh, that's the wrong word. Not, not the condemnation. Of condemnation. No, yeah. without the intent. No, it's more like, Lord, is, is are you as important to me as their idols are to them? Because when you say idols are everywhere, you are not kidding. Right. Like if yeah. you've ever walked into an Asian restaurant and you've seen either a Buddha statue or a uh, Hindu statue, something like that. Little bowls of food that are out there in front yes, of them. Yes, incense yep. burning. Yep. There, there's like every every little bit on a, a roadway that would have businesses. There's a little shrine there where you can yeah. go in and worship your idols. That just, but the, and that they'll stop and do that. 
there were chickens burning. There were chickens, uh, yeah. like incense. And ch- so do we take time throughout our day to stop and worship the living God, mm-hmm. the one who can change your life and redeem you and give you a heart of flesh? Is is he someone that we think about throughout the day and do things and make choices and decisions that will honor him so that others will see him in us and that he makes a difference? That, like this stark contrast from those of us who know the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and those who are in vain worshiping idols, but giving it all they got. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, even our, our taxi, our little driver, I just adored him because he helped us survive through that traffic, which all I can say is creative driving is it alive and well in India. You cannot describe it. He had a little elephant sitting on his dashboard but with a little, I've got a picture of it, with a little like cloth over it. Uh-huh. And so praying over this man, Lord, that he would come to know you, that you would draw him to yourself and he could like get rid of the little statue because the living God has a, a desire to have a relationship with him. These are the things that just were such a striking thing to my own walk with the Lord that I want to continue to pursue him just with everything yeah. that I've got. Yeah. I love the passion you mm-hmm. come back with. And there is something about international travel mm-hmm. and the opportunity to see things that we're not used to seeing and to have those experiences that does, I think, kind of give us a, a set of fresh eyes mm-hmm. and the opportunity to then re-engage, maybe even in a different way. Certainly a great adventure that you were on. Today we can say it's Don and Steve in the morning. I'm back. I don't sound like me, though. Uh, you do sound a little <laughs> raspy this morning. I, I think it'll last for the morning, the voice, that is. That's, that, it's kind of one of those things that you're thinking, if you use it too much, it may go away. Uh, but did you watch any of the games last night? The poor lead referee, he oh, was yeah. losing his voice. I was, but I can't remember which game it was. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was the uh, he was losing his voice, if it was uh, sound issues with the microphones, or what the deal was. But was that the Niners and the, I, and Detroit? I, I I don't know. I watched them both, and I felt like um, both of them. I had a hard time getting the uh, the ref. Yeah, hearing him. Yeah, I, I just felt so sorry for the one guy because I do think he was dealing with laryngitis. And I thought that of all things, you're at a playoff game, you've got this position, and your voice is not working the best. Hey. But he made it as and, long as he makes it through and he gets the calls correctly. Yeah, that that would be what the fans care most uh, yeah. about, and the teams. I did not uh, make it through the second game. Who won, Detroit or Niners? Really? I really don't know. Okay. So, spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert. Okay. If you have if, you've got three game. seconds to uh, turn your radio off, but then come back in, in just a minute. Um, the Niners won. Boo. What? Boo? I wanted no. Detroit to win. You and my son. And I'm I guess, still going to buy him a Tennessee volunteer t shirt. <laughs> I'm going to buy him his first one. I told him that too. As long as he does not wear that when they're playing the Iowa Hawkeyes, I'm totally cool with that. He can mm-hmm. cheer for Tennessee all day long. But uh, yeah, I was uh, hoping KC would win, and they did. They did. Pulling for the Niners, and they got down big. They were and down yeah, by were. 17 at yes. one point, came back. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that you can ever count out. Those players on the Niners team, they just have too many good players, mm. I think, to to count them out from uh, George Kittle to Brock Purdy to Christian McCaffrey to Nick Bosa. I mean, there's so many 
they're stacked. I, you can't. I, I would never, you know, think that they're out. And I think it is going to be a really good Super Bowl. I just wonder, like, if you don't care who wins, do you just wear a red shirt? I, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wore red because I wanted both of the teams with red to win yesterday, yes. and they both did. So that's uh, my son was over yesterday after church, and he said he was going to go to a Super Bowl party with the young adults and college group. And he said, um, "I he's not a sports guy, but he said, I want a shirt. I want to cheer for one of the teams. Which one should I cheer for? I said, well, let's first of all see who's going to be playing. And then, so now I just think, let's just get him a red shirt. A red shirt. Totally. It works for both. Yes, he'll be cheering, quote unquote. And yeah. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to do about He'll be eating and uniforms. entertaining. That is for sure. He'll be with the group that doesn't care anything about yeah, football right. <laughs> in the back of the room, just having a good time. Yep. So, but yeah, so it's two red teams that are in. That's basically if you're not a football fan, that's that's the bottom line. There we're are two teams that, that wear red. And, and people <laughs> yeah. are going to think that you're a fan of one of the two teams. Yes, yeah. and that's part of your weekend. What else did you do this weekend? Oh, what did we do this weekend? Well, I came home from Chicago mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I was up there uh, at the end of last week and uh, flew home on Saturday morning. Got in around noon and just hung out, played with kids. We watched uh, watched a movie. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Church okay. yesterday. Just that little quick trip to Chicago. Uh, it, it was fairly quick. I mean, left uh, Wednesday after the show, did that there Thursday and Friday, and uh, I work with a ministry called Open the Bible. Yes, you do. And it airs on a lot of these stations uh, just right after our show, and uh, we had some special recordings and stuff that we've got coming up <laughs> as we get closer to Easter. You're going to hear that, but we were uh, taping and recording that yes, uh, I, over the end of last week. I'm laughing because I could just feel light bulbs going on all over the country when they just realized open the bible and steve hiller and the voice that you hear and it's like oh yeah i knew i yeah. knew that from somewhere besides don and steve in the morning so now you know he is the voice of open the bible with pastor colin smith yeah so hey today fun. i can sound like you yeah you could yes exactly. i got my steve hiller voice going on today <laughs> that's what it is well, so if you need to hire me for voiceover work, today's, today's the day. your day to do that, right? <laughs> there you go. Get those scripts in right now. Text text on it. No, uh, we're glad that you are here with us this morning, and uh, we're just grateful that she is back. All right, so I know that we are celebrating you back in the studio yes, here. Sir. So welcome back. If uh, you know you're just joining us and you're like, oh, Don's back. Where was she? Mumbai, India. Quick Mumbai. trip over there and mm-hmm. back. Uh, but I know you're also a big celebrator of birthdays. Yes, yes. Any excuse for a party, but especially a birthday party. It seems like you're going to do something and do it up big. Why is that? What is it about birthdays that you feel like those must be celebrated? I think because the Lord has given us life and he, you know, we have that Psalm 139 that says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And because of that, because we have only so many days on this planet, he has them numbered. I think we should celebrate his design, the life that he's given us. I got tickled, you know, our friend Erskine. Yeah. He said, because he's been to India several times, he said he has celebrated his birthday in India and then coming back through like Germany and then coming back to the States because you're working backwards, <laughs> backwards. against the clock. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. This is what needs to be done. All right. 
The so light, I just saw the why. light bulb go on right yes, there. Yep, yes, yep, I you're going to be doing that. Beautiful, beautiful idea. That's why I think birthdays should be celebrated. Well, I am all for that. You have uh, won me over. I got to a certain point where I'm like, uh, at a certain age, it's just another day. You know, no. I don't really care anymore. But I, I think you persuaded me. Been hanging around you enough. Took that that's me a minute. Rubbed off. Yeah, it did. A couple, three years. A few years there. <laughs> but I know that for uh, Edie, her actual name is Edith. And she lives out in California. She's going to be celebrating her 116th birthday soon. Wow. Yeah. Oldest documented living person in the United States right now. 116. And they're going to be celebrating with the drive-by parade coming up on February the 4th. That'd be worth going out to California for to get in that procession. Yes, 116. Yeah. That's a lot it's of pretty years. crazy. They say uh, they're really hoping that the weather is going to be good and cooperative so that they can have her out and to see the parade and so that people can see her. And uh, they say she's just this pillar of the community. And it's been become a thing recently that people in the community want to celebrate her birthday. So they've been doing that for a, a minute now. And they're like, we're just going to do it up uh, even bigger this year mm-hmm. with this drive by parade. Born all the way back in 1908. Wow. Right? Wow. You know, I just, yeah. That, that is so cool. At that point, when the community is celebrating her, you know she feels honor. Because yeah. there is something, this is, I didn't think this would be a thing, but if you're on social media and anyone wishes you a happy birthday, and it could be people that you barely know, it could be people that you've lost touch with, but your friends on Facebook or whatever medium that you're using, it is pretty cool to have somebody take the time and just say happy birthday. And, and it's not about ego or anything like that. It's just, it's kind of like, wow, you feel seen. And that is something that's so special. It's that whole, we just experienced for the three days that we were in India, the most beautiful hospitality. Mm, Those folks, they, there's two things about the people that I took away. One, they really care what the other person thinks. They really want, because one of our groups said, to some of these young ladies, what is the one thing in your life that you're really proud of? Like something you've accomplished that you, and the, the adults were like, the culture is more about caring what the other person is doing or thinking. So that's going to be very difficult for them to answer. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then the other thing is (laughs) if you come to visit, you might as well come hungry. Right. Because they are going to feed feed you. you. It's tea. It's food. It is hospitality. Welcome. Uh, It's it was beautiful. Hence the five pounds. Not that we're counting, but (laughs) I'm telling you, the food was amazing. Thanks for being here this morning. We want to hear from you. 800-555-7898.